As it's often said, children don't come with their own manual, nor is there a parental guide that matches the child or children you have. And there sure is no one-size-fits-all parenting guide. And the big one? As long as you and your children are alive, you are still parenting. You know, what we all could use as parents is parental information, ideas, and solutions that help us better understand what we got ourselves into. Planned or not, oh shit, I'm a parent now. Let's get into it. Welcome to the podcast. Let them fall. Let them fall. <laughs> yes, you know what? I had to um, come up on that one, but let me start with this. The greatest glory is... Well, let, me, let me start all over. Okay, this quote I heard. The greatest glory in being a parent lies in not never allowing your kids to fall, but letting them rise on their own every time they do fall. Inspired by Nelson Mandela. Yeah, I found that fitting. Um, what a, an amazing quote. Um, you know, I actually should um, come back with the quote in kind of... <laughs> Because I'm I'm doing famous quotes, so hopefully some people hope hopefully you understand some of these quotes. And if not, look it up. Look up Nelson Mandela's quote uh, about the greatest glory. And I think that's all you need to type when you go to Google, and you'll see what that quote is. Because you know the one thing about quotes that I love so much is that quotes remind us that we all go through something. We all do, and remixing it with a little in doing the, the J Roman remix to a lot of these um, parenting is life, obviously, boom, there it is. And so just by taking that for what it is, and then just adding a twist to it with a little bit of parenting, I, I believe goes a very, very long way because it helps me. It helps me understand. And sometimes, you know, you, you hear these quotes and they just, boom, they click right there. Bam. It's right on you. And you're like, wow, I needed that one. Because they're powerful, powerful. We all need each other in what we do in this life, period. Get used to that. We have to get used to that and understanding that. And parenting isn't short of that because all of us are here because of, hello, our parents, period. So giving a, being a parent a much, much greater responsibility in what we do with it. We all need we all need help with that. We all need assistance. We all need each other when it comes to parenting. We really do. We need to find, like I said in the past, is find our parenting community because we're able to compare. Um, um, yeah, not necessarily to work compare, but you be able to get ideas from other parents. And, and sometimes I want to say that misery loves company, but parenting loves company too, right? it kind of falls in the same category because you want to hear what other parents are doing. It's like, Oh God. Okay. My kid wasn't ever yelling like that, but Ooh, okay. You got that. Ooh, you know, sometimes it helps and be like, Oh, okay. And you get to measure it up against, you know, but again, it's, I mean, 
to be safe in that department, you don't want to go down that road and compare yourself to other parents. Just don't do it because you don't know what kind of what cards they were dealt. And I say that whole wholeheartedly. And a lot of with parenting, you turn around and you're parenting yourself. That's the big one for me. Like when I started to realize certain things with my kids, you need to get this done, get that done and stop being, stop slacking on this and and procrastinating. Believe it or not, a lot of that preaching, I should have looked in the mirror because I was the guy procrastinating with certain things. But we find ourselves falling into that place as parents and realize we're actually parenting ourselves. We're giving ourselves advice about what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing. And I still find that to this very day as I got adult children that things that I share with them, I'm actually having to work on that myself. But a lot of times we're all, you know, my wife was a big, uh, she was all about, I don't want my daughter to be like me. I don't want this to be like me. I was like, well, you know what? Navigate that. Navigate that and be transparent and honest about what your faults are. You're, it's going to help you out in life about that. You know, if you admit your faults, then you and your kids can work on it together. But let uh, showing them that you're not Superman or Superwoman, you know, in that you are human too, because kids forget that we just, they, all they seen was us in our adult state. They think we're just planted here. You know, my dad always used to say, um, uh, his famous quote, he goes, uh, son, uh, uh, do you think that, um, did I have to be five years old before I got to this age? (laughs) Well, yeah, dad. Well, then what makes you think, uh, I I wasn't 16 and, and, and had to do that too. So I'm, I'm not telling you something I hadn't gone through already. And sometimes when you put that in perspective to your kid, they go, Oh, especially if they got other siblings or you can compare it to their classmates. Um, you're in sixth grade, right? Mm-hmm. So does that first grader know more than you do? No. Well, then what makes you think you know more than me? And I've already passed sixth grade. Matter of fact, I done passed all the grades. I'm out of school. What makes you think you know more than me? Well, yeah, that quiets them up real quick. Especially the, you know, when they get to be these crazy ass teenagers and think they know everything, be like, oh, excuse me. Um, so what makes you think you know more than I do? Well, dad, you don't know. Oh, no, no, no. Let's start back. You know, and I would just give them that analogy and shut them right on up. And now I just look at them and they don't say nothing. I was like, mm-hmm, okay. So then they start to take your advice. So uh, enough on that, man. Boy, did I go off on the tangent with that one. Um, where was I at? Let them fall. (laughs) You know, what does that title mean? Let them fall. Just as inspired by Nelson Mandela, the greatest glory in being a parent lies in not never allowing your kids to fall, but letting them rise on their own every time they do fall. Have you ever seen... um, I'm sure you've uh, seen that that child at I'm sure you've seen that kid at the park or uh, wherever and and, and they fall or get hurt and just stand there and cry until someone comes to their attention. Oh, 
that used to burn me up. I was walking through the park the other day, taking my dog to the dog park, and I was watching a soccer game. And the opposing team was um, taking the ball out. And it was like a corner kick. And this girl kicked that ball, bopped the other, other girl right in the face. Bow! And she held up the game because, and you can see, it just grazed her head. But the idea of it, and she sat there and just, <laughs> I was like, well, somebody get this is soccer, damn it, get that girl, you know. But, of course, you've seen that parent that comes and runs to their rescue. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. How did Kevin Hart get it? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> that was my best impression of Kevin Hart. But, uh, but yeah, you've seen that kid. We've all seen it. We've all seen them. How did it make you feel? Really, how did it make you feel? Me? I was disturbed because I was told very early, and I watched it very early, about just growing up with brothers and sisters um, my mom never, ever came to my rescue for anything. I remember walking down, downhill, and my little bright ass started to think, run downhill. It was a steep hill, too. And boy, did I catch a curb or something. Tripped me up and straight to the forehead. I was a unicorn for about two weeks or more. But my mom didn't come over there and scrape me up really Real fast, she said, boy, what'd you do to that concrete? What did you do? And I was like, uh, what can I say? I was stunned. I was stunned over the fact that what just happened, but my mom was more concerned with the concrete than she was with me. What the heck? But, <laughs> but have you seen social media? And those videos of kids being saved by their parents from serious harm. Now, now that's some real stuff. You know, stepping in as a hero and catching your kid before they fly off something. That's perfect. That's perfect. And that's, that's, per, now, that's being in the right place at the right time. It really is. But when you don't have that opportunity to save them, what's your next step? Well, my next step... Um, as my wife and I practice that as well, is if it wasn't nothing too serious, because the doctor told us, oh, babies are born to bounce. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, they're rubber. They're rubber for up the first few years. Oh, okay. So, obviously, because my wife was a walking mummy with all the babies, and I swear there's bumps in the walls. There's bumps in the walls from their heads because my wife would find a way to bump a head in the wall and be like, oh, oh. And she'd be like, just go back to what she was doing. Boom. What was that, honey? And sometimes she had, oh, that was my elbow. <laughs> no, that was, I knew what it was. I just asked for just general purposes what happened. Um, but, yeah, sure enough, man, I've, I've watched my wife, and she's a good, good, good mom, great mom. But, man, there were some days that she was so tired and I couldn't get to her quick enough and that baby would roll off, bounce on the bed, and bounce to the floor. Baby would be like, ah! 
It was just, she'd be, I'd be like, oh boy, okay. And sometimes the baby just wouldn't do, say anything. So yes, they are, they were clearly made of rubber and bounceable. Uh, I've seen it plenty of times. But what brings me to this is that there are many people out there who believe that they got, they have to catch them before they fall. Catch them before they fall. Or in the, if they're in the midst of falling and you know it's not going to be serious, but you stop it anyway. What did they learn from that? You know, I, my mother-in-law brings me up to my mother-in-law. And this was a pinnacle part in her watching my wife and I parent her grandchildren. And granted, hey, that's what grandparents are for. They're bare, there to buffer some things, and but in other things they can get in the way, and that's another episode. But for this sake, my mother-in-law. It was a barbecue in the backyard at her house, and my son, little knucklehead, just doing everything, climbing on everything he can do. But the boy, boys being boys, climb, that's what you expect them to do. Well, he gets in a scenario where he's climbing between a chair and maybe like a, like I think it was the trash can or something like that. Well, one of them was giving way. And my son can be a little dramatic because that's his personality. It's a fun personality, but he can be a little dramatic at times. And in this case, he was between the chair and whatever the object was, but one of them were losing leverage. He can feel that. And he knew he was going right down the middle of both of them. He couldn't gauge really how high it was, but he knew he was going down in that he lost his leverage and he had an oh shit moment. I sat there and I, I'm right across from him and mother-in-law is maybe in the chair next to me. And as he's about to fall, he's doing his... <laughs> And I'm just sitting there watching him. My mother-in-law looks at me and is like, you're not going to do anything? No. Oh, my God. How how mean. I was like, mean? And she's supposed to get up. I'm like, don't you get up and touch him. And that was kind of like our first little, like, not really spat, but she seemed the seriousness in my face, in my eyes. And I was like, don't you touch him. And she Yells out for my wife, Sonia. And my wife's all like, uh, uh, uh. and I'm like, no, don't touch him. Let him fall. He got himself in that situation. He's got to get himself out. Let's see what happens. So he's getting to the point where he's falling. And sure enough, he falls. Now, mind you, it's not too high, but the mother, my mother-in-law was rather bothered over the fact that I would not help him. What was my purpose for helping him? I seen it. Two parts. One, he's going to learn what not to do. And he's going to be just fine if he does fall. So I didn't see myself for being mean. My mother-in-law had words after that. 
I can't believe you would do that to your kids. And I told her, thank you so much. Good night. The barbecue was kind of in the middle of things, and I felt it appropriate to get up and walk away, get up and leave. Well, why are you leaving? Well, if you're going to sit here for the rest of the night and you're going to question my parenting, there's no point of me being here. And my wife was aboard. She's like, let's go. Yeah, I agree. Don't get in the middle of our parenting. Them falling is no big deal. Got himself into it. He'll get himself, got himself into it. He'll get himself out of it. And he did to this very day. And that was part of it. Let them fall. And it's very important as parents that we, obviously, we don't want our kids uh, uh, doing things that are obviously going to detrimental to their to their health for whatever reason. But I used to watch my wife, and constantly she would, they would fall, and she would do this. Oh my god, what did you do to the floor? And the, my the kids would be like, well. What, what did I do to the floor? What I got? And they would look and their eyes would be all bugged out. Like what just happened? And my wife's playing out the whole thing. Like, what did you? Oh my God, you hurt my floor. Oh my God. Okay. Now you need to apologize to the floor. <laughs> be like, sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Say sorry to the floor because you hurt it. And what an amazing exercise. And she practiced that on a constant basis. She wasn't going to be this mom that just, oh, my God, pick him up. And, you know, on every account, they fall whack into a wall. I found my kids apologizing to the wall. Boom. Oh, man, excuse me. <laughs> Say excuse me to the wall. And we found that there was such an amazing, great practice. Now, within reason, within reason, you know, now my wife got on me for one incident. And maybe I took it a little too far, but it didn't hurt him. He learned something. And what happened was it was a, it was a, uh, probably like a Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon. And all three kids are running around and t-shirts and diapers and just having the day of time of their life. We had these stairs in our first home and they were carpeted, carpeted stairs. And, uh, these kids, as you know, what kids do, and when they want to go downstairs, and when they're toddlers, they slide. Either they slide on their stomach or slide on their butt or whatever. That is the benefit of having carpeted stairs. It was a thick carpet, too, so they didn't feel any edge to anything while they were scooting downstairs. It was just a puffy set of carpet, whatever. Uh, led to problems later. But my daughter was always constantly, she, she knew how to navigate the stairs. And when I would tell her to do, don't do that on the stairs, she'd listen. Number three child, the same thing. would Do something on the stairs and I would, you know, hey, that's not a good idea. Don't do that. Okay, cool. But there was that middle child. And I'm sure if you got a middle child, you know what I'm talking about. That one that would test every little corner of what you say. But today, today was that day, having a good old time, all of them. I can see it right now. He's in his little white T-shirt. He's got his diaper on, and 
He's got his blanket. He's having the time of his life. And he's just going up and down the stairs doing his little thing. And I'm like, hey, hey, bro, don't do that. I wouldn't do that if I were you. So he caught himself in a position going down the stairs. He's at the top step. And it was a weird position because he had his feet on the top step, but he had his hands on kind of like the bars, like the rails, kind of like bars thing. And he somehow shot himself forward, but his feet are again are at the top at the top step. And but his body is hanging over the next two steps down. But he's holding on <laughs> to the stair rail. And all I hear is this. And my daughter goes, hey, dad, come get him. Mommy, mommy. And uh, because he looks like he's going to fall. And it could be a pretty bad fall because he's got a a few more. He's got probably about, if I count the stats, probably about six more to go. And um, I get over there and I see the scenario. And I go, ah, got yourself in a pickle, huh? Wife comes over there and goes, oh, no. And she's about to help him. I said, da, 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 da. this isn't what we do. We don't do that. This is one of those teaching moments. That's what we called them, teaching moments. And he's sitting there crying and holding on for dear life. And you can see his body's vibrating and shaking because he's about to fall. And I'm like, nope, got yourself in it. Get yourself out. And he can't, he can't scoot himself, but he can't put his mind together that all I need to do is put one foot down. Well, lo and behold, I said, let me get the camera out. So I got the video camera out. This is a perfect moment. Got the video camera out said, okay, I'm recording this now, buddy. What are you going to do? I can't imagine what's running through this kid's mind. And the other two are like, what dad, what are you doing? I said, no, I'm going to record this moment. So he'll remember this, remember this day. Or if he doesn't survive it, We knew how it all went down, and the doctor has something to reference. Okay, perfect. I've seen a lot more opportunity than just him falling. So his body's weakening, his arms are weakening, and I caught it right on camera. Yep, I let my kid fall down the stairs. Doctor said they were made out of rubber, and that day he sure was. Got to the bottom of the stairs. Mad as shit. <laughs> My wife was mad, a little, little bothered too, but I saw it as a great opportunity. And lo and behold, that kid was all right. <laughs> what did he do? He went right. He went right back to what he was doing. <laughs> the same thing. He found it as an opportunity, some cool stuff to do. Now he didn't continue falling downstairs, but. He learned from that scenario and he fell gracefully too. You know, it was a nice little bump and roll and beat made it all the way down to the bottom. Got up with a little bit of cry. He knew we weren't coming to his rescue. And uh, he went right back up to the top step. That's what I'm talking about. I think, you know, with my modification there and inspired by him, but letting them rise on their own. Every time they do fall, you are creating an amazing human being. Because to this very day, I still watch them fall and get right back up.
right back up. It's one of those things as a parent you're truly proud of. They're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. You know, let them fall. And I commend those parents that I see out there, the ones that let their kids go out there and be rambunctious and crazy. Man, I was at the beach the other day, and um, I'm just watching these two parents with their two kids. Um, and they see, I don't think they were from the United States. I think they were on vacation. But it was it was refreshing because I'm watching the son. and He's a little older than his little sister. But man, he's picking up rocks and dropping them and dropping, you know, the dad goes, hey, that rock's too big for you. You're going to drop it on your foot or something. Something's going to happen. Be careful. And the kid, yeah, you know, yeah, okay. What did he do? Dropped it on his foot. What did the dad do? Mm. Didn't do nothing. Mom didn't come to the rescue. Let the kid just work it out. Worked it out, he did. Just watching these parents and I was just so marveled at, yes, there's still those parents out there that get it, that just get it. Let them, let them fall. Let them hurt themselves. And I watched the little girl. She was so cute, probably no more than like three. But man, letting them go, be dirty, get into it, pick something up, put it in your mouth. Come on, get in there. She's climbing on this little this little this little piece of wood and she she got just up to a little point and she slipped off and rolled backwards. Boom. My mom mom didn't move. Mom did not move. Why didn't she move? Now I get it. Because she had another baby on her chest. Little little infant. But she was letting the other two just run wild. And that's that is the strength of our humanity. Letting our kids go, letting them do, let them get the bumps and bruises. I'll never forget the doctor. And, uh, yeah, my boys and my daughter uh, got plenty of scrapes and cuts and, you know, and because our thing around the house was uh, lick it, everything, lick it. We didn't own Band-Aids. We didn't, I never bought Band-Aids, and that was for a reason. You're going to have to just deal with that. Now, if there was some major, major cut, yeah, we would do something. But still, we wouldn't use a Band-Aid. We'd, I'd tell them to lick it. We'd wrap it with some uh, uh, paper towel and water, and that's it. But our, our thing around the house was lick it. Just lick it. You know, put some saliva on it. You'll be fine. And when I took my kids camping, you name it, they get all the cuts, bumps, and bruises, fall off cliffs. Not big cliffs, obviously, but. They would run, fall, bump their head, bah, 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 climb trees, and just letting them go. So I bring the kids to the doctors uh, for their regular checkup. And the doctors was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, shit, I'm in trouble. Oh, God, what happened now? She goes, I love this. Oh, you love what? She goes, Seeing kids with bumps and bruises, this is amazing. She goes, I know your kids play, and they play hard. I love it. She goes, it worries me when I see kids coming here with no scratches, no bruises, no scars or anything. I was like, really? 
She goes, yes. She goes, it is so rare now. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. I'm like, so I did good? <laughs> so, yes, you did. I was like, whew. I said, yeah, they, they are pretty rough with each other, and that's what they do. And they're still a little rough today, you know, you know, to watch them. But let them fall. And on a positive note here, my mother-in-law and I have a very good relationship. And she has since, ever since that moment, let them fall. She has let them fall. She has a uh, trampoline in her backyard. And I think she's seen her share of grandkids bounce and fly off the side. That's probably why they added a net. <laughs> so she would stop seeing grandkids fly, you know, in the air and then fly off the trampoline. But all of them got right back up and got right back on the trampoline. <clears throat> That's raising great humans. That is truly my belief. Now, I'm going to leave you with this. You know, it is true. Sometimes your kids will get you to a point where you're going to lose it. And sometimes you probably will. I always say, show them crazy. Then they'll understand your breaking point. Train them to see the early signs. And remember, parenting is a priceless privilege. If you see it that way, you'll treat it that way. Thanks for joining the podcast. Let's get back to parenting. Parenting.